is dangerous. You will be exposing yourself to a lot of things. So we must always be appreciative when God ministers the word to us and we see it still coming. There are people right now in this world that the word doesn't make sense to anyone. So they have been cut off. That light is no longer coming. And as we are coming to the end of the month, as the Lord has been joining with us, schooling us again on the path he has called us into, we can see the ingredients of his word still coming to solidify more and more what he has called us to do. You can see that word displayed today in the, the gospel when the mother of James and John came. You can imagine the kind of woman this woman is. She's highly political, okay? She won't allow his children to walk their way. She wants to go and get it for them. Mm? You know, there are some parents who are like that. They will always want to be the one to provide everything for their children. They want the best for them, whether they will qualify or not. You see, look at what happened here. Jesus, I want to ask you a, a request. I want you to put one of my sons, one by your right hand, there are also others who are there working with him all these years. What has happened? Breaking of protocols, eh? <laughs> you know? And Jesus softly handled that. He said, are you able to drink the cup that I'm to drink? And they said they're able. They didn't even know what is the cup. They talked to his maybe a red wine cup. He said, ah, they said, yes, we shall drink it. And that's okay. You surely drink it as you have said with your own mouth. But as for assigning this system to you, it's not mine to grant. It's my father who assigned it to those I have been prepared for. You see? And then the others felt bad. They felt bad. Why did they feel bad? Because they have been there too. They have worked. They have toyed with this man. And somebody just coming now. But do they, don't they have parents too? Now only these parents, then they forward, 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 forward. Others can go to hell. No one can sit down. My children will take over. And if you study the family very well, they are a little bit from a rich family. You know, James and John come from a rich, a rich family. Their father has a, has a boat business. I mean, fishing industry business. Uh-huh. That's why when Jesus called the two of them, they were with their father in the boat with servants mending their nets. So you can understand the scenario. And that mentality can always be there. Peter, from a very poor, poor fisherman using boat. When James uh, and John's parents are using the bigger, bigger one, eh? and the rest of them, they felt bad. And Jesus called them and started teaching them how to manifest love, how love is expressed. He says, But Jesus called them to him and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them. That's how they operate in the world, they lord it over people. They will come and want to you want you to feel who they are, you know, lord it over them, and the great men exercise authority over them. You think it shall not be so among you? Look at the way Jesus handled it. It shall not be so among you. Don't come with a sledgehammer. Don't be very very harsh. No, that will not conquer. It will only escalate the issue in different ways. He says, it should not be so among you, but whoever will be great among you must be your servant. You must serve. Who knows whether this should be the next one we're going to take service. You know, service is one of the values of the gospel, right? Uh-huh. By tomorrow we'll end love. 
So maybe Jesus is not preparing us to take a service. <laughs> because for love to truly be exercised, it must be exercised in what? Service. And if Jesus himself says, you know, I came to give my life, I, came to, I didn't come to serve, I, I didn't come to be served, I came to serve and to give my life as a ransom for many. You see the point? He said, it should not be so among you. So whoever wants to be great must be a servant. And whoever will be first among you, first in what sense now? What do you think? First in what sense? Is it first in the eyes of men or first in the eyes of God? First in the eyes of God. He said, whoever wants to be first among you must be your slave. You see, he went down to use another word again that is even more derogatory, if you like. He didn't use the two words there. He didn't say servant, servant. He said servant and what? Slave. Does a slave have any rights and, uh, and uh, privileges? You see, it's called self-abnegation. So in carrying out your Christian calling, it must have the character of a servant and the character of a slave. You have heard some sense, you know, in praying sometimes, they will say, I'm a slave to Christ. This is hard. In a world where we are, a world where pride is being machanted, you know, pride is the order of the day. Personality, ego, pride. But Jesus is calling us to a new lifestyle entirely. If you want to be first in the eyes of God, you must be a slave. Wow. That means no matter what, you cannot walk in ego. You can't walk in ego. What is gradual what we do sometimes? It's not of, it's not love. It's not love. You can see Jesus talk about it here. He had to call them because he saw they were angry. I said, well, good. I'm sure Jesus has seen that these guys have said, okay, two persons against uh, ten. We are going to gang up <laughs> against them. We will deal with them. I'm sure they were already doing that. That's why he had to call them to teach them this. How many times have we ganged against people? I would do this person. You're not working in love. You are a slave to Satan. You are planning how to frustrate somebody. Just because the person crossed your interest. The interest, what are you talking about here? It's not even God's interest, though. it's your own personal interest. You are ready to damage that person. That's not love. You know? Whenever something goes the way you don't like, be it as an individual or in a corporate body, how do you attend to it? How do you go about it? If your opinion is not accepted, how do you react? This is where God is looking for us. We can brandish all forms of Christianity everywhere. Build big cathedrals, I know. Do all forms of decoration and celebrate Christianity. But if these core values are not manifested, we are just a, a clashing gong, as Satan says it. So that is why it is something you learn. You learn it. You practice it. You learn it. You practice it consciously as a disciple who is in a school. And over the years, gradually your soul begins to pick it. Over time. Over time. Just like a student who is in school wants to make sure that he passes out from maybe uh, from six or your university. You want to reach your final level. You pursue it. You pursue it. You don't just stay this way and expect it to come. You see the point? That's the cost of discipleship. That's the cost of living the life that God has called us into. 
Your servants, do you lord over them? Those who are under you, how do you treat them? How do you treat them? Are you treating them because of your own personal interest or for their own interest? Even sometimes, when I even try to help them, they may not even understand. But would that discourage you? So these are the things that we must learn and bring into our lives. Even as the Son of Man came not to be served, how do you feel if you're not served? <laughs> how do you feel if you're not served? You go to the location, they are serving food. Eh? That's a very good one. They serve like this. They serve like this. They go this way. <laughs> they pass again. They start second round with other things. That's where you know that people serve like this can be very powerful. Excuse me, can't you see me here? Because of food that you can even cook well in your house. So now you get angry and make a case that they are very unjust here. Just because of food. You see the point? Sometimes when you go for vacation, tell yourself, I will not even eat. You will not die. Let me say, I will not even eat this food. It's a way of training yourself. It's called self-restraint, self-control. Yes. Train yourself in that dimension. It's not being hard on yourself. Some people say, Father, ah, that's, that's being hard on yourself. Oh, I must enjoy life. So for you now, this enjoyment. No. Prepare for the days ahead because the days that are coming ahead are going to be strong. And only the strong can face it. We have come too soft on ourselves. So that's why when you begin to walk in love, love builds you strong. It tames you. You have become like a, a servant to a spirit called love. You cannot do as you like. Yes. Because love only gives. Love does not interested in receiving. Ransom. You are always giving. You are always giving. Love is always loss, not gain. Any place you see gain, that's not love anymore. In anything you are doing, that gain you are getting is not love. Love only gives. And when it gives, it doesn't care to receive what? Accolade or repaying back. No. No, you don't do that. So you see the life Christ has called us into, and we cannot shy away from it. We can't presume it doesn't exist because we will free ourselves. And that's the only way the Holy Spirit can arm us to face the darkness, the point of witchcraft and occultism that is rising seriously in our land, in our country, in Africa, all over the world. The thickness of darkness is increasing. More sicknesses will come. Terrible sicknesses that you know, medicine cannot kill. You watch somebody dematerialize. His flesh will fall off from his, his body. Only those who know their God shall be strong. And at that point, because of their journey with God over the years and the things the Lord has taught them, they will be able to maneuver issues and be able to live. That's when the true identity and identity as Christians will show up. As a matter of fact, what the Holy Spirit is doing is he's asking the church, stop praying. Come, let me teach you. Because it is not prayer that will save us when we arrive there. It is what? Knowledge. The Bible says, the righteous. Who are the righteous? The church. The righteous shall be delivered through knowledge. So we pray that we have an open heart to the training the Holy Ghost will be given to us. And walk in love. Let it be part of the color of your suit. Eh? The coat of many colors. Walk in love. Embrace love. Practice love. Exercise love. Dispense love. Cherish love. Celebrate love. And shame the darkness.
that breeds hatred, that breeds vexation, that breeds anger, that breeds hurt, that breeds unforgiveness, and all the foul, you know, character the devil wants to showcase in humanity. We pray that God will go to help us in our journey. And we trust the Holy Spirit to bless us beyond measure. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We ask that your hand be stressed. That even as you have called us into this journey, on our own, we cannot do it. But we feel all things are possible. Pour out your spirit into our hearts. Touch us and empower us to walk in this virtue that is the mother of all virtues, love. So that in all things, we will be with you. We shall overcome all things. And reign with you in glory through Christ our Lord.